A man walks into a pet store and says, I need a dog. The clerk says, what kind of demeanor are you looking for? The man responds, I need a guard dog. Demeanor to better. You're listening to Weird Medicine with Dr. Steve on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave, an ultrasonic, echographic, and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for all my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease. It's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, Dr. Scott, the traditional Chinese medical practitioner who keeps the alternative medicine assholes at bay. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. She who will do most anything for a glass of expensive wine, it's Lady Diagnosis. Hey, Dr. Steve. Well, so for his second tour in the uh, operating room, it's Derek Johns from Tennessee. Hello, Derek. I don't think anybody heard that one. <laughs> He's very shy. Oh, and yes, thank oh, you. Oh, it's Tacey. Back from sabbatical, it's my wife, Tacey. You sit, you'll sit there. This is Derek. You haven't met him yet. You get to sit next to the delightful Tacey. Oh, don't hit your boobs on his head when you're trying to sit down. <laughs> Just an accident, I know. He was leaning forward. <laughs> this is a show for people who would never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you have a question you're embarrassed to take to your regular medical provider, if you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call at 347-766-4323. That's 347-POOHEAD. If you're listening to us live, the number is 754-227-3647. That's 754. Take it away, Tacey. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 20, or 22 penis <laughs> Or 754 bare nip Which is my favorite, right Tace? Follow us, sure is Follow us on on Twitter At Weird Medicine or Lady Diagnosis Or Dr. Scott WM. Uh, most importantly we are not your medical providers Take everything you hear with a grain of salt Don't act on anything you hear on this show Without talking it over with your doctor Nurse practitioner, physician assistant Pharmacist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist, or whatever. And uh, go to our website at uh, drsteve.com for podcasts and medical news and stuff you can buy. Uh, you can also go to our merchandise store at cafepress.com slash weirdmedicine. Our favorite place to go, of course, is stuff.drsteve.com. That's S-T-U-F-F dot drsteve.com. That is a, um, an Amazon click-through page where you can click straight through and go to Amazon if you like. 
Or you can uh, scroll down and look at all the different things that we've talked about on the show, including Tacy's favorite um, uh, a brand of liquid stevia. And we've got some vitamins that we've talked about that have salutary effects on this, that, or the other. And um, uh, there's, you know, just things that are connected to the show are on there. Uh, but the main, and you say, well, why would I want to? If I'm going to Amazon. Why do I want to go there? Because it helps keep us on the air. And that's mm-hmm. enough said. Uh, don't forget, and, and we really do appreciate it. So please use stuff.drsteve.com for all your Amazon shopping needs. Uh, tweakedaudio.com, offer code FLUID for two, uh, for uh, 33% off uh, the best earbuds for the price on the market and the best customer service anywhere. And did you know they're in Tennessee? No, I did not. I have no idea. No. They're in Franklin, Tennessee. Oh, wow. Franklin's beautiful. Yeah. And booming, too, by the way. We need to go over there and see them because they know who we are, which is crazy. Because we're awesome. Yeah. Please uh, say Dr. Steve Sanchi <laughs> when you uh, go over there. <laughs> Tweakedaudio.com. That's how <laughs> Franklin, Tennessee, everybody. And uh, don't forget Dr. Scott's um, uh, website at simplyherbals.net. One thing, I, I, I give Dr. Scott a lot of shit on this show. And two things – one thing I've never been able to give him shit about is uh, – well, the first thing is that acupuncture has data behind it for certain things. Certain things, right. There's really good data behind it. It's not It's not just – you know, it's not a bullshit modality, which is one of the reasons why he's here mm. because, um, you know, I respect what he does and uh, – and it is underappreciated by the medical profession, no question about that. Uh, if they just want to see the data, I can send them a pile, reams of good data mm-hmm. that shows that um, you know, for certain things it's good. And the other thing, uh, simply herbal sinus rants, absolutely my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, go ahead, Tace. And, and the allergy. Well, that's where I was, that's where I was oh. going. So those were the two things I couldn't give him shit about. Yes, mm-hmm. hooray. So the other day, my allergies were just – destroying me and i had taken singular i was getting ready to take some uh over-the-counter allegra when dr scott pulled out of his magic bag mm-hmm. some stuff called nasal formula or something yeah, what xanthium. is it xanthium it's xanthium tastes like shit oh tastes, it no it, it tastes lovely you know what it no, tastes like it tastes like it tastes literal like shit it tastes like beef bouillon like if you were putting a bouillon cube in your on your tongue that's kind of what it tastes i like. would accept that because i'm gonna tell you a story about tasting like shit in a minute Okay, okay. So, um, yeah, and it wasn't my cooking, right? No, it wasn't. Okay, not, that's no. fine. Then you can talk about it. So, is that spray um, different from this spray that no, you're No, this isn't about? a spray. This is a pill. It's a oh, tablet. It's a pill. Yeah. And it's just like huh. every other dang thing he has, you know, from TCM, they've thrown in the kitchen sink. There's, there's got to be a hundred, you know, 50 different. <laughs> Fifty different ingredients approach. in there. You're bound to hit something. Exactly. And I understand. Four thousand years ago, it's different. It's just a different you, approach. You had to, you just threw. The if it's not broke, don't fix shit it. in. Yeah. And if it worked, then you just left it alone. Mm-hmm. Kitchen. And sink. I understand that. Yeah. Whereas we would go, oh, let's put this in an HPLC uh, column and try to, which is high uh, pressure uh, liquid chroma- chromatography, and try to get each molecule to come Jeez, out of no. there. Um, and um, you know they'll all come out at different times because of their molecular weight and then you start giving them each one of those little tubes that's got a peak in it to people until you find the one that causes the effect well you know what's if it what if it's a combination of things right. then it makes it in if you've got a hundred different things in there it's a hundred times a hundred combinations of just two right you know 
Uh, much less, what if it requires three of these things to do some? One's anti-inflammatory, one's anti Who knows? So I understand why they do it that way. And uh, But I will have to tell you within an hour, and this is an N of one, an anecdotal evidence, but I was sure. quite amazed mm-hmm. at how much better I felt. It helped me a lot too. It's yep. great stuff. So now we have an N of two. Mm-hmm. So I would that would be a fun <laughs> one to do, an actual double-blind placebo-controlled study. You'd have to find some pills that taste like shit mm-hmm. but don't have any active – Smell in- like shit too. Yeah, and yeah, it smell like beef bouillon mm-hmm. yeah. and don't have any active ingredients. And and then that because you know why not? Mm-hmm. Um, you guys want legitimacy. Mm-hmm. I, maybe you don't need it. Mm-hmm. People are going to come flock to you anyway right. because you're alternative. But it's um, like flank, and he's got a man bun under the radar. That's right. Mm-hmm. Laying low. Yeah. So um, and I, and I get that, but that would be one where I really believe there is some effect to this stuff. This oh, is shit, not yeah. bullshit. Absolutely. No, it's a great it's a great formula. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Hey, real quick, we need yeah. to say hello to all the people watching us live right now because they were saying to make sure we give them a little shout out okay. to our YouTube people. So shout right. out, shout well, out. Yeah, so we appreciate it. They've been having some good questions and stuff. Well, how come I don't ever hear these questions? Because uh, I answer them. You're talking. Oh, you're yeah, just you're answering them. That's yeah, what you're a, doing when you're over there typing. You know, we're doing a radio show, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you could bring those to the show. I will, I will say I swear it if out there's a, loud. if there's a good one I promise. Hey real quick if ever, this ever, isn't pal talk where you're just <laughs> where you're typing to the to the women that are taking their tops off like certain radio hosts. I'll tell you the last thing I wrote they they were asking what kind of what kind of doctor you were and somebody said MD. None of their goddamn business. Well somebody said MD and I said yeah the MD stands for million dollar doctor. So. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh oh. Bill? So, what? Um, What'd you say? Oh. Give yourself a bill. There you go. Hey, real quickly though, you know those those herbs. A lot of those herbs do have a real earthy flavor, so it's not uncommon. And the, and another thing, the reason that is because we don't put any kind of sweeteners or artificial stuff in right. there. Right, so, I, I get that. Well, can't so you? You just have to kind of well, you can, but it kind of yucky. Take it with you just, juice. You just you just you get over it. Hold your nose. Swallow fast. Yeah. It worked. But That's when Steve took it, I was like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, I she could smell, smell it. it. She could smell and it from ten feet away. When I took it, I was like, "Boy, that tastes like shite." Yeah. So. Yeah, you, have you heard my story about the? Uh, yeah, so tell us the. Yeah, you were going to tell us the uh, story yeah, about smelling it, like I'll shit. I'll make it real quick. Real quick. Um, when I was in school on Mondays, we had herb clinic, so every single formula we prescribed, we had to make from scratch. That's cool. Everything, and it was. Horrible. I had to do that in pottery. I had to make the glazes. So. Everything. Yep. Yeah. Well, you got to um, know what's going do, in it. You do. So, so one of the formulas I picked for this lady had a stomach ache, had flying squirrel feces in it. Oh my god! <laughs> Dried flying squirrel feces. Why no. though? Yeah, because it was well. I'm, I'll get to that. So I go in to see, I go in to see the the, uh, the you know our, our preceptor, and she was the head of the herbal uh, medicine department. And I asked her about it, and, and she goes, "Well, you put it in the formula." And I said, "Well, well, how can you put flying squirrel feces in a formula?" And she goes, "You double bag it." <laughs> I went, Okay. So I double bagged it. I gave it to the lady. She came back in a week. She goes, you know what? My stomach has not hurt since I took that formula. And I said, that's wonderful. I said, <clears throat> and then she goes, but you know what? That stuff tasted like shit. Oh, no. <laughs> and I looked and I went, well, ma'am, here's the good news. Oh. You don't have to take that anymore if your stomach doesn't get. She ate it? Was she supposed to no, make a, no, a no, tea out of it? No, no, it's a tea, yeah. But yeah. she ate it. No, no, it's a tea. No, oh, no, okay, it's, okay. Yeah, so what, what, what you do is I made all these herbs in a tea bag. Because we had bag. people eat Kentucky jelly before. No, yeah, no, this is different. You know, no, KY we put, jelly. We, we, we put all the ingredients. I don't care if it was a dried snake or 
or um, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You put them in a tea bag and you have like three or four or five tea bags, however many days you're going to give them the formula. And you give them this, this brown bag full of all their herbs and they take it home and make the tea. Oh, I see. Yeah, the problem is with that is just – but the squ- yeah. flying squirrel feces surely was dried. It, it was dried. Little wet pellets that it was right really out of the squirrel's ass. Oh yeah, but literally, literally, yeah. She was she was better in two days. She had like acute gastritis or something. Oh, what Best could I flying squirrels so, eat? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. That, you know, why did they use flying squirrel feces and not some other feces well, from like some the, other rodent? It's like that one really expensive coffee bean or whatever it is that the. The goats climb up in the trees and eat the nuts out of the trees yeah. and then shit it out, and they have to. What have, have you seen? Yeah, I'll look it up. I'll find it for you. They but, shit it out and then they collect and, it. Yeah, and then they collect it and they get out. I, of here. I, honestly, because I guess the goat's stomach helps to break the shell. Yeah, okay. Of this nut or whatever the yeah, hell it is. Yeah, but, but hmm. um, yeah, but my guess goats is goats are, are ruminants, so they've got four stomachs and they've got enzymes that can break down. Uh, sugars that we can't, and right. particularly cellulose. Right, and if you're in a third world country and you don't have fancy machines to break shells and stuff, you, <laughs> I guess you goats. finally you follow goats. You follow you follow goats <laughs> with a little with a little bag. With a you're following this goat around, waiting for it to <laughs> shit into your bag. That's right. That's that's when you when you look at lady diagnosis. Like God, you're gonna have to get all that. My back's killing me. Go pick him up for us, will you? Yes. Look that up. I want to know. So I want to know a little bit more about that. <laughs> yeah, so that's a true story. It did, but you know the thing is those herbs. Some of them are pretty pungent or, you know, acrid, and so they can have some pretty strong smells and tastes. But if you can get over that, they're pretty good. Yeah. You know. Yeah, if you guys want to hear more of this, you can go to premium.drsteve.com. For buck ninety nine. you can get access to all of our archives. And um, yeah, we really do appreciate that as well. And I recommend listening to this show on the app that you can get from iTunes. Or the Google Play Store if you're going to do the, you know, premium thing. And uh, thank you to all of our premium listeners. We'll try to put more content out there. Also, don't forget Vic Henley, August 2nd. I want – look, you got plenty – I'm giving you tons of notice. I want to see a lot of you guys show up to this. Get all your friends. It's free. And, uh, uh, you know, maybe we'll have a party after. It's a Thursday Ooh. night, which kind of sucks, but so it won't be much of a party. But we'll have a little party at uh, one of the local resorts or something afterward. Yeah, let's do that. So I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, so try to come to that. Uh, I'm doing – I say I. We are doing less of the uh, – sort of um, staged events like the Bobby Kelly thing because just frankly it about killed me worrying about yes. it. I, I lost a lot of sleep and I, you know, I was not satisfied till it was over and the comic was on the plane and it just wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. I don't mind doing it some more. You know, We've got some big ones that have offered to come but we just need a better venue. When we've got a better venue, mm-hmm. we'll do it. And, uh, but this, all, I, all we have to do is get, the, get him there. Because we're just we're booking it, but somebody else is running it, and uh, they'll have craft beer, uh, food trucks, and uh, comedy, and uh, I think Magic Mike and I are go- and are going to play. And if Scott will learn his instrument, he might get to play too. Oh, so, yeah. So there you go. I'm I got to learn my instrument first. But anyway, we're gonna. There, the, it'll be a fun night, and it's free. All right. Are you ready for this? Say hey, real quick. Oh, you want to take a call? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. Yeah. So these these are tree goats, and they're <clears throat> what they do is they eat this argon fruit, and they eat the fruit, and they shit out the nuts, and they collect these nuts, and that's what they make like the Moroccan oil that you put in your hair and argon oil. 
Oh, okay, so it wasn't coffee. Yeah, I thought it was coffee, but I'm wrong. It was. It was. A, okay, it was a, I was going to yeah. say. I don't know that the I want to. Well. Better, the coffee's a better story, though. Mm-hmm. I don't want to eat, drink coffee that's been passed through a goat's colon. Oh, yeah. That's good for you. <laughs> We'd rather have it lots soaked of, in arsenic Lots or of probiotics. How about that? Pretty cool, huh? Very interesting. All right. Well, let's take let's take a few calls. Number one thing. Don't take advice from some asshole on the radio. All right. We've got area code 408. He's Tacey, you'll enjoy this because uh, he's been wanting to talk to you. Area code 408. You're on Weird Medicine. Hey, Scott and Steve and Tacey and Lady Di. How's it going? Can you hear me? Yeah, man. Great, man. How are you? Doing great. Doing well. So you're on Larry Calvin Live. I wanted to ask you one question. Uh, when you're preparing Blue Apron meals, okay. uh, should you be cutting on a piece of wood? Should you be cutting on a piece of plastic, maybe a piece of bamboo? How important is the board? Okay, I know what's coming next, but I'll um, play along. I'll explain. So, yeah, we use we use plastic because uh, it's yeah. less likely to uh, get crevices in it that will uh, um, harbor harbor. Thank you, harbor bacteria. Yes. I was waiting for the Ramon. I was assuming a Ramon was coming. No, as a, okay, yeah. No, so, there's no. Okay, plastic or glass? Glass is rough because um, it'll dull your knives, but uh, a good plastic uh, board is uh, perfect, I think. What do you think, Taze? I agree. <laughs> I like wood. Now, I know a lot of people love their wood, and if, if it's finished properly, it's perfectly safe. But, you know, when you start getting cracks in it, uh, you, you can't get the food particles out of there. You can't get the bacteria out. And uh, I'm just a weird germ freak in that regard. I, I have, am an emetophobe, which means I have an irrational uh, fear of vomiting. And uh, Dan Natterman would say it's, there's nothing irrational about it because he is also an emetophobe. And uh, so I'm, I'm weird about foodborne illness. But, you know, it doesn't go that far. It's just I would prefer to use a plastic cutting board. Did you really want to know that? I was seriously. I thought there was a joke coming. Waiting for the Ramon. No, no, there's no Ramon there. <laughs> okay, I'd be nice. I asked you if you wanted a Ramon in email, and you said no. So I just I, did, I minded my P's and Q's. But uh, oh. yeah, it's important to it's important to prepare food properly. Otherwise, you'll have to um, remodel an entire house uh, <laughs> after you. Uh, overflow somebody's toilet oh. linger longer <laughs> yeah that's the old magic mike whose na- new name is el crapo <laughs> yes yeah since we found a new magic mike that actually is magic so but yeah yeah very good well, i did have one scientific yeah, yeah uh, go ahead one one scientific question if that's okay uh real quick um how uh ATP energy, does that travel through the bloodstream? Like how integral is uh, blood to the process of ATP getting to the muscles? Yeah, that's What's it. What's ATP? Uh, it's adenosine triphosphate, and it's a way that uh, it's sort of the currency that uh, the body uses for energy. Mm-hmm. So, um, And um, there's a whole cycle where this stuff, you've got the NAD and NADP and then ATP, and this is a, a way that um, – you can exchange uh, units of energy from one cell to another, and that's mostly intracellular. I don't th- so. For example, if you if you ate a bunch of ATP, wouldn't do anything. I'm sure it would be broken down by the digestive uh, tract. And if you injected it, 
um, you know, I, I don't think you'd have any sort of salutary effects from that that I'm aware of. So it really is intracellular. It's it's produced in the cells and it's used in the cells. I'm not aware of any use of like ATP supplementation or anything. Now, there is a um, a vitamin B3 supplement that I'm getting kind of interested in. It's called nicotinamide riboside. And um, it is um, uh, has some really interesting anti-aging uh, uh, data. Not great data yet, but there are some uh, good studies that are being done right now. So stay tuned on that one. If we can make a firm judgment on it, I will definitely uh, announce it to you guys. But um, it's um, – uh, supposed to decrease your blood pressure and do a lot of things uh, to enhance energy use in the cells. Who knows? I always hate hearing that kind of stuff because that sounds like snake oil to me. But uh, the data that they have on truly measurable endpoints uh, so far looks decent. So I'll let you know on that. But anyway, that help? Okay. Yep. Thank you so much. Okay, Love buddy. The show. Love you guys. Have a good day. And you can always Thanks, Ramon man. or Chip us. Don't worry about it. I was just fucking with you when you asked. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. Okay, Ramon, <laughs> get this guy off the phone already. <laughs> Ramon. <laughs> See you, man. There we go. That's much Steve better. from Yellowstone. That much used to be better. my favorite um, my favorite thing when they, oh, they'd have some guest on and all of a sudden Opie would say, well, Steve from Yellowstone and you knew Jim had walked out and he was going to Ramon the shit out of these people. Long story. That's a, that's a real linger longer. goes back to 2007. Anyway. Hey, Steve. Yep. I found an article that actually would be pertinent to this conversation. Okay. Very good. And yes. it's from Science Daily. Ooh. They have a new a patch. Good, a good website, by the way, for science news. Yeah. yeah. This is a new transparent patch to detect dangerous foodborne threats. So it's supposed to take the place of like the expiration or best buy dates. Uh-huh. They're going to start putting these patches because they're really easy and cheap to make. So what are they detecting? Foods. Like E. coli and stuff yeah. like that? Yeah. That's cool. Really? And it's a college up in Canada that's doing it. It is. Yeah, here we go. McMaster's. Transparent patch to detect dangerous foodborne threats. Meat. So what things were they looking well, for? Well, it's at meat. Um, well, it, it just says foodborne pathogens. It's got a checklist, stereo, you would think. and E. coli, salmonella. E. coli, salmonella, yeah. Well, how about that? I wonder how that works. I can I – can, um, it says here if a pathogen is present – in the food or drink inside the package, it would trigger a signal in the packaging that could be read by a smartphone. A smartphone app, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Test itself does not affect the contents of the package. So I guess the only bad part is it doesn't tell you when it's bad. It just tells you if it's bad Yeah, is my assumption. Foodborne pathogens result in approximately 600 million illnesses in the worldwide and uh, 420,000 deaths a year. And uh, 30% of those are children five years old and younger. So, uh, And I'm assuming they're including waterborne illnesses and that. So you're looking at things like cholera and stuff like that as well. And uh, it's called a sentinel – let me see. Um, signaling technology for the food test was developed in the McMaster's labs. Of, okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah, mass producing such a patch would be fairly cheap and simple. Mm-hmm. The molecules that detect food uh, that detect food pathogens can be printed onto the test material. Hmm. 
Wow, that's cool. No, I would love yeah, to have Yeah, because I worry a lot. Even if it says Best Buy, you still can look at it and think, hmm. But you know what I've heard, and uh, someone that's an expert in chicken handling, I, we had a, a resident that was uh, had a Ph.D. in food science. And uh, she was funny because she knew so much about foodborne illness. Mm-hmm. All she would eat were chicken fingers because it's the only thing that she was sure that they cooked enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of it kind of made her weird on her food habits because she didn't trust anything anybody made. But um, uh, my understanding is is that a, the vast majority of raw chicken in this country already has salmonella in it. And uh, that's why, you know, we don't eat raw chicken and it has to be cooked to 160 degrees if you're going to, hmm. you know, kill all the bacteria or 130 degrees in a sous vide for 90 minutes, you know, and hold it at that temperature. It, basically, you're pasteurizing it. But um, So you um, can kill it with cooking. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. That's why you always want to cook poultry to an internal temperature of 160 if you're doing, you know, mm-hmm. cooking it rapidly. Mm-hmm. And uh, just uh, investing in a food thermometer, I feel a lot better since I bought my food thermometer, you know, yeah. 20 years ago. And I just shove it in there and make sure that it's come up to temperature. Mm-hmm. Sous vide sort of threw uh, a monkey wrench in that. And for people who don't know, sous vide cooking is where you uh, vacuum seal something and then cook it in a circulating water bath at a uh, much lower temperature. And so you can cook chicken to 130 degrees in sous vide, but you are cooking it for 90 minutes. Or two hours, sometimes even longer than that. And uh, the texture of the chicken is very different than anything you've ever had before because you've always had something that was either grilled or broiled or fried. And um, uh, and the flavor is really good. But, you, you know, and the texture, you get that texture because you're not bringing it up to 160 degrees. But the only reason we bring things to 160 is to kill all the bacteria. Mm-hmm. You want a 100% kill. And uh, you can get that at lower temperatures. You just have to hold those temperatures longer. So that's the key. Do you have a question? No. They were just saying on YouTube that we lost a little bit of the audio, audio for some reason. It was just sounding like it was buffering or something. Okay. But I don't. it, it looks okay. I mean, it doesn't yeah. look like we lost the signal or anything. Okay. So. All right. Can't fix that. No. All right. Sounds Carla like a- Finch, you're on Weird Medicine. Hey, guys. Hey. What's up, Carla? I sent, I sent you a sexy DM of my inside yesterday. Um, the lumbar scoliosis. Absolutely. So, yeah, tell everybody about it. Yeah. Well, I've been having uh, low back pain for a while, and I went to the doctor. He said, here, have this medicine. Come back in a few weeks. And I go, what about x-ray? He goes, ah, we're good. Come back, have some more medicine. And I said, why don't we do an x-ray? So, anyway, I got an x-ray. And come to find out, I have a lumbar scoliosis. Uh, it's curvature to the left for me. Um, and it's causing pain, obviously, because the muscles are tighter on one side than the other. Yeah, they don't and line up I'm the way they were designed. Do- yeah. Pardon? I, I just said they don't line up the way they were designed to line up, and that can induce pain. Correct. So, Okay. How many degrees yeah, was so your scoliosis, did they say? Uh, they didn't. Okay. And I didn't have my handy, you know, gadget. So I'm just like, I just looked at it and gasped. And then (laughs) (laughs) that was, that's all the measurement I needed. I was like, no, but so they're going to have me doing physical therapy for three weeks, three times a week. Um, 
is there any other things that I can do to improve the support? The KT tape, would that help at all? Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it wouldn't hurt anything to try it, but I'm not, I'm not getting a, a real strong vibe from that from, from my cortex. Yeah. And Dr. Scott shaking his head. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the th- things that people will use when they have low back pain from any cause, I have spondylolisthesis, which means that my vertebrae don't line up in a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yours are curved. Mine are actually, you know, they're supposed to be one on top of the other. And mine are st- stair-stepped. Slipped. And um, oh. they, so, and that causes me some severe back pain from time to time. But, uh, uh, you know, people will wear a corset, you know, a, a back brace. And that does sure. help to give support. But you can build your own brace out of muscle. Mm-hmm. Because um, right. if you think about the, the back muscles, they're under a lot of stress because they have no leverage. Um, think of – and I'm going to try to do this on the radio. I usually draw this picture out. But think of a 10-foot pole that's sitting in a uh, a bucket that's in uh, you know set into the ground, and it's only uh, about a foot deep. So if you set that pole in there, it's going to fall over, right? So you put mm-hmm. uh, you put a nail in the top and put two ropes, one going down to the right, one going down to the left, and you got two people who are holding those ropes, trying to hold that that uh, pole uh, straight up and down so it won't fall. But you, one guy, you only give 20 feet. The other guy, you give 100 feet. So who is going to have the hardest time holding up their end of the bargain? It's going to be the guy that's closer right. to, the, to the bottom, right? No the guy leverage. that's got the 20-foot mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, rope instead of the 100-foot rope. The 100-foot guy, sit there and put it on his pink, pinky mm-hmm. probably and hold it up. So uh, th- the back muscles are like the guy holding the 20-foot rope, and the abdominal muscles are like the guy that's holding the 100-foot rope. So if you will build up your abdominal muscles, you can really take a lot of the uh, pre- the uh, uh, the burden off of the back muscles. And you're building up a corset made out of muscle that will support your back. Mm-hmm. So uh, – you know, we don't like sit-ups, but crunches are okay. There's lots of things you can do in the gym to build up your abdominal muscles to build up that cor- uh, that uh, corset. Dr. Scott, why don't you take the next phase? And I would say part of that abdominal strengthening is, again, not a fan of sit-ups at all, but if she'll look up dead bug exercises – um, Google that or YouTube it. Dead it's, bug exercise. It sounds like another ingredient know, you put in your an old Chinese thing. In your tea. <laughs> what about astragalus? <laughs> oh. Love astragalus. And you can order it on Simply Herbals. Dot. Can you? But, oh, yeah, you have astragalus on there? Yeah, I'll sell or is you. it astragalus or astragalus? I'll sell you anything. Okay. Hey, but, um, but, but in all seriousness, look up dead bug exercises. You're, you're laying flat on the, on the floor, and it's all about abdominal on your back. Sta- on your back mm-hmm. And you're stabilizing your abdomen, and then you're taking yourself out of, out of that, that stabilized um, environment one um, extremity at a time. It's a great exercise, but it's strictly for core strengthening. Okay. And the other thing that I love more than anything is, is a type of yoga called yin yoga. Um, and I love all yogas, but yin is my favorite, especially for scoliosis, just because it gives a lot longer stretch. You know, and I'm a huge fan of physical therapy for this, by the way. Um, you know, scoliosis okay. is very difficult to treat with medicine or, or acupuncture or injections or anything. I mean, we treat it every day, but it's very difficult. Here's a video on the dead bug exercise. I'll Let's see if she, ex- if she explains it or just demonstrates it. Let's yeah. see here. Come on. Say something. 
Say something. The dead bug exercise is a great exercise to help strengthen the core. Extend the right arm and left leg, then extend the left arm and right leg. This is laying on your back. Yeah. Okay, so she's laying on her back, and she has her arms and her legs. arms and legs are stretched out. Pointing up. Mm -hmm. And then she's bringing the right arm and the left leg down, Mm -hmm. parallel to the ground, and then alternating. Mm -hmm. Pulling that belly button in towards your spine to turn on that transverse abdominis. And also her um, legs are, you know, bent at the knee. Mm -hmm. But the hip, the thigh part is pointing straight up at the ceiling. The arms are pointing straight up at the ceiling. Okay. But there's a bunch of variations. This is also a great exercise for those of you who have low back pain. There you go. So anyway. So try that. It's a great abdominal strengthening thing. Yeah. Dead bugs. Oh, and Heard it here first. And on the coffee subject, there's a cat. It's the cat feces in some forest. And I tweeted you out a screenshot of it. They collect that feces to make coffee. And it's the most expensive coffee in the world, I believe. I've got it. I've got it right here. I've got it. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll do yeah, that I think story it's next. Civet, civet yeah. cat? Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's civet. Yeah, the uh, coffee is actually Kopi Luwak or Kopi Luwak mm-hmm. coffee, yeah. but yeah, it's a That's civet it. cat. Yeah, they they eat this. I'm not these cherry beans and then mm-hmm. shit it out and they scoop it up. It's very expensive. Well, I would say so. How many fucking cats have you got to have to make a cup <laughs> of coffee? A bunch. Speaking of yummy coffee, yes, our grocery store will be getting a gas station. In July, they're going to start building it and a Starbucks. Oh, wow. Wow, very good. <laughs> now, for around here, that's a big deal. Because, you know, well, yeah, there's no coffee places. No. Yeah. So it's Starbucks or nothing. It's not going to keep me away from my Dunkin', but it's nice to, hey, have a grocery store with a Starbucks in it? That is some classy shit. We're going big time. All right. Big city. Big city. Big city. Okay, Carla, I hope you feel better. Yeah, work on those work on those stretches, man. Dead bug, dead bug. bug. Physical therapy is awesome. Very good. Physical therapy is great for And I can't believe you didn't recommend acupuncture to her. Well, we can we can do it for for the pain, but for for longevity, it's really it's the strengthening and the stretching for sure. Very good. When it gets bad, we can help her, but do your own. And you've had this since adolescence. That's the thing that's only now just starting to hurt you. Yeah, I had upper. Yeah. That was upper when I was younger. Right. Mm. They never ever mentioned anything about being the lumbar. Yeah. So when I they did the X-ray, I was really shocked to see that it was you know there too. I'm like you know, and to that degree, it wasn't a slight curve. It was pretty decent. I can tell you. So, why, I can tell you why your provider didn't want to do an X-ray on you in the first place too, because most chronic low back pain doing an X-ray is a very low low benefit return, yeah. thing. Yeah. And, uh, gotcha. you know, okay. if they have their own x-ray machine, sometimes they'll do them just because they make a couple bucks off of it. Right. But uh, they, I, I would not say they were incorrect by putting off getting the x-ray and not doing it right off the bat for low back pain. But yeah. um, that's why you do these things is because they found something that was unexpected and now you know the answer. So, you know, ultimately, sure. ultimately they ordered the right test. But anyway. All right. Hey, thanks. Hope okay. you feel better. Have a good one. Thanks. Okay, bye. Uh-huh. So I have what may bye. be a stupid question. Yep, so scoliosis, I know I have a little in my upper back, but can like yeah, she, I do too. 
did can you get it from poor posture or is this just something not that really. your body's going to just either do or not do? It, se- it seems to be genetic. Okay. And uh, you can get kyphoscoliosis as you get older, as you're, you know, you see these little old ladies that have hunched the, over. that are hunched over mm-hmm. and that's called kyphoscoliosis and that's caused from osteoporosis where oh, they're okay. getting little micro fractures of the back and it's getting out of shape. But uh, the kind of scoliosis that young people get um, uh, happens because their spine is growing differentially. And um, uh, I'm trying – oh, I, I, got a, I got an example where if – you know, if you ever taken a ribbon and then you take a, um, a scissors and you go along one edge of it and it will curl up, mm-hmm. okay? Why does that happen? It's because when you're going up the one edge, you're actually making that edge longer. So the right-sided edge will be longer than the left-sided edge and it will curl. And that's kind of what's going on with scoliosis is, you know – the metaphoric right edge is growing a little faster than the left, and then it just starts to twist. Oh, and there's okay. typically a genetic a genetic predisposition to it, yep. too. You, you typically see it in families. Yeah. I have, but it makes my rib cage look weird because I'm malrotated. And so I'm, you know, if, if you see me, that's what, you know, that's why I don't run around without a shirt on because I look stupid because my lower rib. And that's gross if you do that anyway. Yeah. Yeah, we, just walking we, we around. I thought it was just because you were so muscular in your chest. Yeah. Yeah. I was at off. one time, and yeah. then when you stop working out, and then that's why I quit walking just around. Just turns with my to shirt fat. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's gross. Lord, <laughs> oh, I won't think. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to hit that something. No. All right. Um, Where's the wine when we need it? Hello, wine. Let's take uh, another call here. This one is from the voicemail. And we'll get out of here. Okay. Hello? Hello? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, I hate this fucking thing. Hang on. I have to put the MP3 tag on it on every one of these now because uh, Apple did something weird. Okay, now it'll play it. Okay, hang on. Oops. Nope. All right. We may just have to stop the show. Dot mp3, come on. Yes, I want to add it. Hey, you want me to give you a quick story? Sing for us. Oh. Hey, how about this? Some research the other day was showing that one minute of this kind of exercise equals 45 minutes of of jogging. Oh, is that right? What kind of exercise? And the reason I brought it up is because we had a caller a couple weeks ago that was asking about kind of hitting a wall during their training. And I was describing interval training Yeah, and, um, this, this supported that they did a bunch of research and I could give, but the, the bottom line is doing a sprint for 20 seconds mm-hmm. and then light jogging and doing that for one minute, you know, you high interval. Yeah. Yep. It's like, there's a word for that signal. high interval and then a low for 10 seconds mm-hmm. and then high interval. Mm-hmm. It's called awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, we're good. Thank you for eating up a minute while I did that. Yeah. Uh, oh. Hey, uh, problem with uh, opiates, uh, first painkillers, and then uh, I was snoring five to ten little baggies of heroin a day for a while. I had killed sex drive for a long time, and I, I, I wasn't masturbating. So now that I am, uh, sometimes it's very coffee, sometimes... Uh, even a tiny little bit painful, uh, very yellowish. Uh, I was wondering, could that be an infection or is that just, I mean, if I were to get back 
Whoops. Hmm. Lost him. Okay. Um, so he went for a long time without emptying out the pipes. And mm. now that he is, it's kind of yellowish. And uh, it, it could be an infection. That's a possibility, although less likely because he hasn't been using it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can still get a prostate infection. I mean, it's not – prostatitis isn't necessarily a sexually transmitted disease, so it is possible. Um, uh, the other idea, though, is is that he may just have had prostatic congestion for so long that the um, protein that coagulates semen called semenogelin – has coagulated inside his uh, seminal vesicles, which are you know one of the other fluid-producing organs that makes semen. And when that happens, you'll get what looks like tapioca. Sometimes, sometimes it'll it'll you'll get yellow semen. So what he needs to do is clean out the pipes, masturbate multiple times, uh, drink plenty of fluids, and see if, if, fluids. if it clears up. If it does not, he should get uh, that checked and uh, they can easily uh, check his prostate, milk his prostate and uh, have him, uh, you know, basically the procedure for this, you bend somebody over the table, you stick your finger, hopefully with a glove on, into their uh, rectum and you uh, apply pressure to the prostate on the right side, the left side, then down the middle. Derek, you ever had this done? Oh, you have. Okay. And then uh, hopefully you remembered to tell the person to hold this glass slide under their penis because the next thing that's going to happen is all this milky white fluid is going to come out of the end of their penis, out of the urethral meatus, a.k.a. the cock hole, Dr. Scott. And um, they do not – it's not an orgasm. They're not ejaculating either. It's just you're forcing fluid out the path of least resistance. And uh, then you look at that fluid under the microscope, and if it's got white blood cells in it and or bacteria, then uh, that confirms the diagnosis. You put somebody on antibiotics, and they're fine. So, all right? So get it checked if it doesn't get better. Get it checked. Lots of fluid. Hi, Dr. Steve. Pardon my voice. I have a terrible cold. Oh, you're fine. Uh, I emailed you asking you about uh, these creams that and suppositories that are supposedly natural that help with symptoms of perimenopause, like horrible vaginal dryness, some pain during sex, hot flashes, and I ordered something from a place called New Eve, N-E-U-E-V-E, um, and you had said certainly they don't put their proprietary blend on on their label, and you don't know what percentages. Um, you suggest I call in, so here I am. Okay, so she has hot flashes. She ordered something over the counter, and I think this was quite a while back. She asked me if it was any good, and it's like, I can't tell because they'll just put proprietary blend of herbs and spices or something like that on there, and they don't tell you what's in it. So it's impossible to say. Um, people have used black cohosh. People have used um, um, yam extract, but those things all have phytoestrogens in them. The thing that you don't know about this particular person was that later in this call, which, you know, we're just running out of time, they had a double mastectomy, so right. they can't take Estrogen hormones. Sensitive, sensitive. Um, breast cancer often is sensitive to hormones, and it's like throwing kerosene on a fire. Right. So, so uh, in those cases, Dr. Scott may have a thing or two. Absolutely. Um, and, and we have exactly one minute and 23 seconds to do all of this. The, I'll just throw this out that what a lot of docs will do in that case is put the person on an SSRI 
type antidepressant, and that um, is in many cases pretty effective for hot flashes caused by menopause. So, and that would be Prozac, um, uh, Zoloft, and those kinds of things. Uh, some of and, our old herbal um, I didn't mean no, some, no, some no, of no, our old no, Chinese no. herbal formulas are great for hot flashes and vaginal dryness is all, and all this stuff without the uh, phytoestrogens and typically without some of the side effects of some of the SSRIs. But you yeah. had to find some sure. certified in oriental medicine. Um, either of you women have anything to offer? I know neither one of you are menopausal, but um, anything that you know of any of your friends doing? Yeah, okay. Yeah, those are the two big ones. So anyway, well, mm-hmm. thanks always go to Dr. Scott, Lady Diagnosis, Derek Johns, and my wife, Tacey. Uh, listen to our SiriusXM show on the Faction Talk channel, SiriusXM 103, Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps, quit smoking, get off your asses, and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine.